0: In Slovenia, a lot of bands are old, old, old school, so we don't have a bassist, oh, we can't play a show. Like, they don't, it enables you to do shows without certain things. If you don't have a guitarist, if you don't have a bassist, Mm -hmm. if you don't have something, you can, you know, supplement that with backing tracks, but they just don't want, they feel like, oh, that's not true.
1: Whenever I need music gear, I always go to sweetwater.com. If it's mics, headphones, or studio and recording gear, Sweetwater has you covered. Next time you need any music gear, support the podcast by using the link in the description and comment section below. Everyone watching, listening today, we have within destruction. I am honored to have you guys, literally from across the world. So you guys are from Slovenia, correct? Yeah. Wow, I mean, the, we're the first. Two of I mean, us. Yeah, yeah. Yes,
2: yeah. Howard's from uh, Taiwan. But
1: that explains it. Yeah, I was like, why? I said, like, why was Howard at the?
3: I was at the Thailand show, so I grew up in Thailand. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How'd you get hooked up with uh, th- these guys? So um, I was in a I was in a Thai band growing up, and um, we went on tour in the states, mm-hmm. and they were on the package. Yeah. And so I spent, like, a n- month getting to know them. After that tour, they hit me up as a fill-in member for one of the European sh- uh, dates. Yes. Um, and shortly after that, I joined. Yeah.
1: You are a perfect addition. You know, Thanks, man. <laughs> you, you guys are like this trifecta of power, dude. It's it's sick. You know, you guys have your own sound. And I, I didn't know this till recently, but... You guys have been in a band for a while. Like I saw a record you dropped in 2012. Yeah, I I, I didn't know that. We started
2: the band in 2010.
1: 2010?
2: Yeah. It kind of developed from a uh, high school cover band.
1: A (laughs) shitty high school cover
2: band. We we were in the same school basically since primary school.
1: Yeah. But we didn't
2: hang out that much. We started hanging out in high school because we're from the same town. Oh, okay. And in high school, we wanted to be cool. So we started a cover band when we played like Nirvana. I think the hardest we went was Satyricon, which is a black metal band from Norway. That's pretty Um, hard. But after that, I kind of wanted to start doing my own music. And rock felt the same way. So we started with Instruction, yeah.
1: Dude, that's great. uh, Again, I didn't know that you grew up in in the same Town and you went to school together, those are like like, like the greatest bands that had like the. It, it is rare these days where you grew up in like the same school. Yeah, it, I agree. I, really, so. really I, cool. I wouldn't really know. <laughs> for us, yeah, it's just the way
0: it was. Yeah, and it works. It's, it's a bit yeah.
2: different in Slovenia because it's small, yeah, true, so yeah. like everything's condensed. Th- the whole band was uh, basically from the same town for like two, three years.
0: Yeah. I mean, and wow. it's a small town, like in fifteen thousand people. In our country, oh, that's, yeah, it's it, tiny. You wouldn't be surprised if you would find like one member being in five different bands,
2: oh. Ex- especially
0: drummers, probably, because there's no. not a lot of drummers. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's not that uncommon to see like a lot of musicians be in several bands at the same time.
1: Yeah, because there's probably like a scarcity with really like because the, the, the most talented are probably. The same bands together. I mean, you're we're all, we're all, we're all, we're all sharing. And also, we have a population of 2 million people, so when you narrow that
0: down to metal community, it's even scarcer. So, yeah. yeah. And strangely, there's
2: a high density of metal bands in That's Slovenia, true. like one of the highest, I think, in the world. Like, Why? It's the same with Norway and Finland. Like, the population isn't big, but like Norway, I think it's around 4 million people but they have a shitload of bands. Why so like think... per capita, I mean, there's a lot of bands.
1: Why do you think where you're from in Slovenia has so, is so rich in metal? I have literally no idea.
2: The funny thing is there's a lot of bands, but 90% of those bands don't go past local shows. Mm-hmm. Cause so just like starting the band the market where we can grow is tiny it's like two million people, yeah, and you have to grow on those two million people to kind of start spreading into uh, shows in other countries and that's fucking hard i I don't think bands in the states understand how fucking no. hard that is because like you have a fucking huge country with a lot of people, and like bands in the states can. Live from music just during the States. We can't do that back at home. It's fucking impossible. So uh we had to spread over Europe first. And I think the first show we did, which was fucking horrible outside of Slovenia, was in Croatia. That was one of the worst shows we ever had. Uh, <laughs> after that, we went to Austria. And I think the next step was after that, I think the first European tour. I think we so, yeah. did. With disentomb visceral visceral disgorge, who else was cranium? Cranium, yeah.
0: That that was it, I think.
2: And yeah. we were the opening. Yeah, we were act. the opening act. Yeah, that was after Void dropped uh, yeah. the s- second second album, album.
0: Yeah. Plus, I also think that in the states, for example, just the mentality of musicians is that they can pursue this as a business career. In Slovenia, it's not that the case because most bands uh, or uh, rather band members see their band something as a hobby rather than something that could potentially be like a business or uh, like a thing they earn money uh, from. So I think that's also one of the reasons why a lot of bands don't thrive in Slovenia just because they don't have they don't treat a band like as a potential business thing so they're Mm. like when you tell them yeah you have to spend this and this and this amount of money to get to the next level they're just not willing to do that because just the mental perception is not there compared to the states when i think a lot of people just pursue it as a business opportunity or a career so yeah i think that's one of the reasons why bands in Slovenia are not able to get to the next level. Yeah, they're people, just
2: people don't want to risk yeah. uh, losing the job, I would say.
0: Yeah, yes. Or and just pursuing an alternative. Because yeah, uh, they're yeah. comfy
2: with their job, so they have their bands only as a hot, side hustle. Do those local shows, maybe they play in Austria or something like that. Yeah. And That's an achievement for them, but like, we didn't want to stop there just wasn't the case for us Uh, but i i do have to say that we are extremely lucky regarding our job because they have been very supportive of the things we do and the like the owner of the company actually paid for the uh, rv RV rental for our first first tour
0: yeah oh that's yeah that's great yeah and we also have a really dynamic environment yeah. with our work so we basically work on tour all yeah. the time we we work, mm. we work remotely so yeah the our job allows us to basically work
1: flexibly throughout yeah. like the whole entire tour yeah that's great so so what you do remotely doesn't affect how hard you want to go and pursue music Yeah, yeah that's that's incredible and we're also able
0: to you know our at least for me and luca we earn like our voyages through our job and we're able to reinvest anything we earn from the band back into the back band, in the band. So, yeah, yeah
2: like ever since we started the band we basically haven't withdrawn anything we earned from the band yeah. we don't need the money we earn with the band for like our daily the, yeah, our expenses we could, yeah we have our job for that yeah. so whatever we, we make with the band we just snowball forward so we can Get to the next, do level. bigger stuff going forward.
1: Not only do, uh, I guess musicians and artists from your country have like the mindset of like, you know, oh, like I can't spend money and to do this. And then not only did you both all of you get through that, but now the money you do get, which is incredible. The fact you get any money coming back, back to you is pretty incredible. You even take that and invested it back into the music. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and uh, even though uh, from, from what from what you're you're telling me that the bands around there were were sharing the best musicians, but it, it kind of it's kind of funny how you're just attracted, your energy attracts like the right people, you know, and, who, mm. and and like and like the chances of you two having the band together, yeah, just have like yeah, that that, I mean, that like sim- the, similar mindset. The mindsets.
2: two of us were the most dedicated ones. We went through a lot of yeah changes in the band, yeah, like from local people and the band was still local, so we didn't play that much, but we already saw that there wasn't too much interest from those guys. Mm -hmm. Then um, we got two new guitarists and we started touring with them in Europe and in the States. Um, Then those two had kind of job issues. Like they didn't want to risk, that was the the case with them. They didn't want to go on tour uh, like two months in a row because they didn't know what's going to happen with their job and we were like we don't fucking care we we want to do this and then after that we got our first guitarist filling guitarist who was on like two three tours yeah he was from norway mm. that was the first non-slovenian person in the band
0: yeah mm. and at one point it was only us two in the band so we yeah. only got uh f- like uh, we did two u.s tours yeah
2: only us two, with one filling guitarist from the states each yeah. time. And on the second tour, we met Howard.
0: Yeah. At At one point, Whoa. we were actually considering just being a two piece and having everything <laughs> on backing tracks. Well, <laughs> oh my if God.
2: we're on track with that. Yeah. Yeah. We did a show last oh, year right. in um in Korea and in Philippines. Philippines. Yeah. Howard wasn't able to go to Korea or Philippines because of uh, like a COVID issue. Like, there were some restrictions for uh, Taiwanese citizens coming into those two countries. Oh, okay. So, those two tours, it was only... Uh, th- those two shows, it was only me and Rock. Yeah. Everything else was on backing tracks. We don't fucking care. Like, uh, Rock's voice was pretty busted at, on, at the Korean show, I the think... The worst
0: was the Philippines show, yeah. Yeah. So,
2: we were unsure if even Rock's gonna be able to do it. <laughs> oh, so, my goodness. Yeah. Like, there was a chance... It's going to be just a fucking drunk clinic for oh, me. Oh, sick. <laughs> but yeah, like, a lot of bands <laughs> think, like, that's the end of the world. We can't play a show. Exactly. We just don't fucking care. Yeah. Like, if mm-hmm. people want to hear music, they're going to fucking hear it.
0: That's another mm-hmm. thing we may- maybe have to point out. In Slovenia, a lot of bands are old, old, old school. So we don't have a bassist. Oh, we can't play a show. Like, yeah. they don't... Yeah. They don't understand or... Co- comprehend that like if you don't have something like technology has enables you to do shows without certain things if you don't have a guitarist if you don't have a bassist, Mm -hmm. if you don't have something you can you know supplement that with backing tracks but they just don't want they feel like oh that's not true or whatever they just don't understand how touring works don't understand how everything works so yeah if they don't have a
1: Member or they're just the point won't do shows. Yeah Yeah, that is a very you're right. That's a very like old-school mindset. Yeah. which is. I mean it's that's been dead for a long time So so it's just, I mean so it, so it's great. There's,
2: that's, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah it's sure. Just
0: it's just, just like you don't
2: care like, yeah. Why
0: would you want to cancel something if you can some su- supplement it with like a backing track or something like I agree? I don't understand like even like for us, I think some bands don't Want to or this band just because, I don't know, one person lives 30 minutes away or something and has to drive yeah. to rehearsals. Like, mm-hmm. that's a, like, a breaking for, point for them to not be in the band. It's just, like, yeah, the mentality of musicians, I think, is pretty,
1: like, I don't know, 20, 30 years, like, set into the past. Yes. Yeah. I I agree. And musicians are, exactly, they're, like, always 30 years behind. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you, like, you... All you have like the natural mindset, you know. It's a uh, it's the cliche, like you know, like the show must go on. Exactly, yeah. And you've and you've you seen it. You guys have, have you all lived it and seen it, and I have too. Even my own band likes they just want to go back to the old school mentality, like oh we oh, we can't do this, can't do that, and it fucking pisses me off. And so it's it's good that you guys just have had that natural.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, again, it's nothing wrong with that. We're just talking like from a sure. like opportunity from, uh, yeah. perspective, like. Why would you cancel something if you have
1: alternatives that you can, you know, yeah, take. You're right. Uh yeah, I missed that the first time you said that. There is there's you never know what show is gonna give you like a opportunity. Yeah, you i you mean, just don't know, it's crazy. And especially if you're on a tour, like on a really long tour,
0: especially mm-hmm. with my voice or just like vocals in general, you know, you can get sick, whatever, like you have mm-hmm. backing tracks and if I don't want to blow out my voice maybe sit out one show you know get my voice back into shape luckily that hasn't happened so far but you know I wouldn't feel ashamed or anything to do that Mm -hmm. in order for the show to go on yeah we
2: did a tour in Europe and two weeks before that tour started I fractured my uh, Mm. foot no yeah I was playing basketball fractured my foot Yeah, so we were figuring figuring out what we could do. I, I actually hit up a drummer if he could fill in. He couldn't do it. Then, yeah, just it ended up me going on tour with a fucking cast on my leg. And I was also driving and playing drums, but kicks were backtracked.
3: That shit was really, really tight, though. Everything locking up. Exactly
1: to the grid. We were like, this is sick. This is, this is even better. <laughs> yeah. Actually, it
2: wasn't that easy to play. Because, like, there's a lot of fills where you use your uh, kicks in between. And I had to, like, disregard those and play just with my hands.
1: It's like a weird, like, muscle memory thing. Yeah. wait, this is not yeah, out. Yeah,
2: exactly. Because oh, when you play, you, I'm, I don't know, I just do everything by muscle memory. Mm-hmm. So I had to learn the set in a completely different way and play it a different way.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you transfer that to guitar, it would be like missing a finger or something, you know? Just yeah,
1: yeah, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Man, your level of dedication is is inspiring. It's sick, and are you guys. It feels like you guys are just here too. Like you, uh, you were just playing Cherry Action. It feels like yeah, six months ago. So yeah, yeah in long. August.
0: In August, yeah. And back, boom yeah I mean we have with us for one year so might as well put
1: into use yeah yeah, yeah. yeah I mean if, if it I mean if it calls for it you yeah. know do it it's sick and I was jamming I was jamming um, uh, correct me if if I'm wrong uh, Sukara Sakura. Uh, Sakura. Sakura Sakura I knew yeah. I got it wrong <laughs> <laughs> I asked them I'm like it's, I don't want to embarrass myself and they oh gosh you're right that is my favorite song from, from you guys I like playing this I like going on Spotify and it's letting it go and it's listening to as much music as I can from and I listen to so much music of of of, of your band and I'm always fascinated by sometimes you you walk away when you're done listening to the band and sometimes a riff riff or two or a song just replay and it keeps going and going and that was the song for me like that like those those riffs like like, what was the writing process for for that song
3: so that song is a instrumental right right? um basically the way that I think about it is there's since there's no vocals the guitars it's just got to be very hooked base um, I'm basically yeah. replay uh, replacing vocals with guitars so it's really front and center so um, you know there's a lot of thematic things a lot of things um, a lot of things that you would apply to vocals you use that uh, for guitars um, that's kind of how I built everything like everything is based on a melody that repeats later and it develops. And yeah, that's basically it. I wanted to really make a super catchy instrumental song. That's, that's what Sakura is
1: supposed to be. So you had, you had a mindset going into it, correct?
3: Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, I think it's a little different than writing four vocals. Cause when I write four vocals, I like to leave a lot of space. Yes. So that it's not so you know busy um but yeah, that's the difference
1: that's interesting because sometimes a like a riff will come out like it a, like like you're writing it and then it it just kind of comes out but but before you you had the mindset before and then and then you start you, then you started playing yeah this needs to be like hooky this needs to be this needs to be ca- catchy as fuck,
3: yeah, I just kinda I, I'll start with a vibe, like, I'll think about what kind of vibe I want the song to be, how, how I want it to feel. It's really mm-hmm. hard to um, articulate verbally mm-hmm. exactly what goes on, but I would say establish the vibe, you know, think about what type of song it's going to be, and then just go from there. Mm-hmm. I I just track directly into um, into Ableton, and yeah. Didn't
2: it, it, we say for that song that we want an anime opening theme song? Yeah, exactly. Uh, so I think that's...
3: Lu- yeah, Luca came to me um, and yeah, told me that we should definitely do some kind of anime intro um, themed song for this instrumental. So yeah, right off the bat, I was like, okay, then it's got to be super hype. It's got to be super catchy, upbeat, and that's how that's how it came along.
1: That yeah, that's no pressure,
3: right? It's it's still fun, dude. Like I I love writing music. It's, like, it sounds fun. Yeah, like even. Even if I have free time, I'm writing music because
1: I just love doing that interesting dude did you uh so w- when you're playing that song in in particular, like is it like like once you have the riff, do you kind of build off that that riff and just keep keep going yep well, yep what was uh w- what was the first riff um
3: it's this video, right?
0: No that's, no, that's
3: the, no, that's Ultima. That's yeah. Ultima. Okay, so you're talking about Sakura. Yeah. Um, I think for Sakura, definitely the main lead. So mm-hmm. the... That's the one, da,
1: dude. Da, 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 da.
3: That's right. the
1: fucking one.
3: Yeah, because again, we want to establish some kind of like melody that kind of carries along the song. Yeah. Um, So it starts with that, and then... Chord progression. Those two kind of go simultaneously. Yeah. And after that, verse, chorus, verse. So, you know, very pop like structure, mm-hmm. but just with a guitar instead of a vocalist. That's, that's it.
1: Turn it up, Jay. That riff is fucking ridiculous. Thanks, dude. Hey, Jay, go back 25 seconds. Boom. Perfect. This fucking rip it's like when it's like when you're playing that, what are you feeling? It's like, oh this is like okay i, I, I this is I, this, this is going somewhere,
3: yeah, so Thanks, Jay. intro is kind of like anime yeah, yeah. character running, so think about like Naruto running through a forest or something. It's kind of got that vibe um basically just super anime intro um
1: going into that beginning of the song so yeah <laughs> so you you have like image in, in your head or like, imagine like this is like this is like a situation in life happening and you kind of make it into a sound kind of
3: yeah more or less it's it's really not like I don't have like a solidified way of thinking about it but in mm-hmm. this particular case when Luca told me he wanted like an anime intro yeah that's exactly what I was thinking
1: well it was that was accomplished Sick. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and uh, it, it's and this song on the record, it's it's uh, it closes the record, which is a ballsy move. Like to me, this kind of like it's. I mean, it's one of your top string songs. I think it's like number two. And uh, it's funny how you put that in the end of the record. That's a that. Yeah, a
2: we kind of wanted to close move. it on a more chill note. I mean, uh, there is an outro after this one, yeah. which is uh, like a lo-fi I chill vibe, just a progression of this
0: song.
1: Who, whose idea was that? How like it it? was Oh, wasn't yours? I mean, I mean uh, yeah, doesn't yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking matter. Humble, humble, I l- <laughs> l- l- love it. Maybe like more like like a clap. But you don't remember who said it? Hey, do you like a other version of this? yeah I mean yeah.
3: it's hard to be honest it's really hard to think about who came up with what because at the end of the day um we all agree on what the the songs and products should be mm-hmm. so it's not it's not really like oh this is your part this is your part this is your part it's just yes. more like this is our album yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. yeah yeah
1: it sounds like you're, you're a, a unit you know we're just... like a hive mind dude wow <laughs> That's sick. Yeah, like
2: we rarely disagree on something.
0: Are you serious? Yeah. That's Oh my god. I mean, <laughs> and even if we disagree, we don't like yeah, we make a compromise. Yeah. Yeah. Every time. Usually it's like
2: I kind of get an idea like, about a song what we should do and I just tell how we do this and the product's there the next day.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's next maybe day. Another thing, like, up until probably partially Death Wish, but mo- mostly Yokai, all the music was, or the guitar parts, were written by Luca. So another thing, like, once how we came to the band, you can definitely
1: see, like, the progression in the music writing as well. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. I didn't know that. So because that was a question that I had for, for you guys like there's like an obvious like big musical direction change from 2018 with death wish and then 2020 only two years later it's like oh this is like it's like you it's, you were becoming like your like uh your own band like, this, this is like your sound and i was wondering like you know how, you know how why why like why the change and then it explains that's when you, that, that's when you brought in howie
2: yeah oh howie is now an integral part of the band like Within destruction can't exist anymore without Howie. That's my opinion. Agreed, yeah. One hundred percent. Cause before I like, we didn't really care. Cause mm-hmm. mostly yeah, it was my and Rock's ideas about music, about everything. The the old guitars did do a lot. Like he did give in input and some of the songs were done by him, but still like it was mostly rocks and my ideas but now like how is the central yeah, part he's, of he's the, band. the mastermind yeah.
1: when it comes to music yeah. writing. Yeah. There is kind of like it, you don't know it was uh, cor- correct me if I'm wrong but there's no like you don't know when you're doing it but then once you have like a you're bringing in an, another whether person or ideal way of doing things wow this is like it and then you realize what you're doing early was so much harder. Mm. Mm. So it, it was like in a weird way you were training Yourselves to eventually when, when Howie came in the band, I was like, oh, oh, it, 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 now it, like shit's really flowing because we've been doing this the hard way, like the whole mm. for years. Now when Howie comes in, it's like it just everything is just like maximized, you know?
2: Yeah, actually, well, Howie joined in 2019, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: So even
2: before Howie joined, me and Rock already kind of knew in which direction we want to go. It was just impossible for us to achieve that because, like, my uh, guitar knowledge or rock's guitar knowledge is like practically
0: non-existent compared to Howie. Yeah, mm-hmm. and
2: um, when we were uh, trying out Howie on the European tour, tour I told we were already kind of um, discussing if he wants to join the band and all that stuff. And mm-hmm. um, I told him if he has any demos or uh, in which direction we want to go, and he just started writing. And most of those songs ended up being on your Kai.
1: Did you have this shit built up, like riffs saved, or were you just like sitting down for Um, hours jamming?
3: I mean, previously, I, again, I said before, I just write music for fun. So Mm -hmm. I had some stuff that was ready to show people, mm. but it, w- it I didn't build it with any intent or um, purpose or anything. It's just there. So as soon as they told me the direction that they wanted to go in, I showed them some songs and I was like, oh, this is actually... I know exactly like, what you showed,
2: showed us. Yeah. It
3: was no way out. Yep.
2: And we were oh, like, yeah. what the fuck is this? <laughs> this guy has to be in the band. Oh,
1: sick, dude. What, that's I mean, a cool that feeling, song, huh? at
2: that time the demo was completely different, but the main riff was the same. Yeah.
1: Once you so once you guys heard a riff, or we like it was like it was like a no-brainer. You're we yeah. like, like, whoa, this yeah.
0: is I mean up until that point, you know, we knew like a certain level of guitar writing. When we saw him, it was just like, Whoa, oh. we can be so much more. So it yep. made total sense. And not only from like a technical or like knowledge perception like we also got along really well as people as well mm-hmm. that was also like mm-hmm. another green light for us to yeah. just say yeah we want this guy with us
2: yeah because mm-hmm. we have a very untraditional uh, lifestyle
0: yeah, that's, yeah. T- that's true yeah we don't
2: party at all so we want mm-hmm. someone that's calm on, calm the say, the same way we are on tour See? like he was a perfect fit
1: yeah in in a weird way, even though like there's, I mean, how you're extremely talented, you're you're a fucking ripper, dude. But like it's kind of like a in a weird way, like the personality kind of comes first, you know. Wait, how you know can, can we hang hang out with this person on all oh, these yeah. fucking airplanes and vans mm. and for for <laughs> who knows how long? And so wait, if, if uh, hey, we all get along together, it's kind of is that was that more important to like to you guys? I think
0: if yeah, I would say that if personally there would be like a personal issue with us, to would have mm-hmm. with someone in the band. No matter how talented they would be, I think yeah, the personal it just wouldn't issue. Work. Yeah, it just wouldn't work. Yeah, yeah.
2: That's. Yeah. I think that's also the probably the major reason why we're still a three piece. Like we could get another guitarist yeah. or another bassist, but like we just don't want to risk for no. now. Like, cause. We got extremely lucky with Howie, mm-hmm. um, so I mean it might happen again, mm-hmm. but like we're just not stressing about it because yeah. it's
0: just I don't know just puts too much pressure on us. Mm-hmm. And it works, you know. Yeah. Why why change something if it works really well? Exactly, like it would have to be like an obvious sign yeah. from like
1: the universe.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah. Yeah. the only complaints we get now is from like I said, twenty thirty year olds uh, or people with the mindset of 20-30 years ago still saying like oh these guys don't have a basis you know they're not a real band and it's just like they don't like that's a listener that has no idea how touring works you know no idea Mm -hmm. how like anything works they just you know see the band and then they just that's it. Yeah, form their own opinion of that show not taking into account everything else that goes behind, you know, the the, the, the curtain. that happens behind the curtain and exactly. Yeah, so.
1: All all that sacrifice behind the curtains and exactly, even you yeah. pretty much losing everything in, in your life to distant you guys, especially yeah. you guys get to get out of your country. Oh, don't you don't know? even get me started. Like <laughs> <about laughs> that. Like that's like I mean I I can't even imagine what you guys have been through just to get here. Yeah. You know just to do something simple because for us like oh you guys you guys are on tour in California cool Hey, great. you guys, you guys exactly. a podcast, but it's not like that. It's not fucking like that
0: mm. Yeah, and it's yeah, it's it's just like you said Yeah, it's like the perception of a person going to a show seeing a band, you know They just form their opinion of what they see on stage, but have no idea where we come from how much money we spend Oh, uh, how much we sa- yeah, how much we <laughs> sacrifice they yeah. just form oh. I yeah. see this, this, this. I don't like that, mm-hmm. that, that. But have no idea of the, our background. So and yeah, like people don't realize.
2: A lot of bands have labels and shit like that. We don't have anything. Yeah. Everything is self-funded.
0: Yeah, and from start to finish, our country really our money. is super. Bi- they
2: they do have like um, uh, they do give out money to artists, but all the money goes to local artists who play fucking local shows interesting and like we're probably like the top five across all genres musical export from the country and we don't get a single cent we could ask for it but it's just like i don't know if we even want to bother asking because that money's gonna go to a fucking rock band that plays in ljubljana anyway so
0: yeah And Hmm. also from a business perspective, our country is super unfriendly to international entertainment. Just because I don't think we don't export that many, like, musical, uh, international musicians, like... Or international musical entertainment, we don't export it internationally at all. So I think that, I guess, lag of the business uh, in our country is completely dead. That's why we always struggle with, oh... Whether how are we gonna I don't know. The main thing we struggle is like card payments in the United States just because our country's like we just can't set it up because of that. Yeah. yeah. We're really? just
2: gonna open a uh business in the States.
0: Yeah. That's that's the only like route we see to getting that set up. Yeah, it's our country is
1: like really, really bad if you want to do the, the stuff that we do. Yeah. It's so, it's so strange because you would think that they would like encourage it, but it's the complete opposite. If we would play pop or maybe yeah. folk music,
0: then maybe, but they just don't care about alternative scene because it's so small and it doesn't impact the country uh, the way other genres do.
1: Yeah, but, it, but it's still weird because you guys do impact a lot of people. I mean, I mean you're, you're literally touring... I'm looking at your dates right now. You're literally touring the whole country. You're touring for a full four weeks. You're going to be in California, Oregon, Washington, you name it, Iowa, to Texas, Arizona, New York. You guys, guys are everywhere. Yeah. Canada. But I think
2: we might actually try in the future with our country and like explain, trying to explain to them what the fuck we do and why it's important.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but we're actually putting Slovenia on the map, you know? Yeah. It's like, we're, the second, we're the
2: second Luka Doncic. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, I haven't actually heard anything about Slovenia until I met these guys. Oh, my goodness. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: How was it for you getting out of your country?
3: Oh, you mean coming into the States?
1: Yeah. Like, or, you know, trying, trying, trying to play music and trying to get out of what, uh, your, your, your surroundings to do what like, you want to do. Um... I
3: don't think it was I don't think it was that hard or that crazy, you know. Um growing up where I grew up, a lot of people went out of the country to go to school, so right away there was already the option of pursuing something outside of your country. That that was always that was always a path you can take. And yeah, in terms of traveling, it's really not bad. The only thing I have to do is a, a couple of visas as we said previously. Um, How I wasn't able to go to Korea, how I wasn't Mm -hmm. able to go to the Philippines, there are some restrictions with that But I don't think those are anything too bad that would restrict me at all Um, You do do have restrictions going to China. I do have restrictions going to China because I'm Taiwanese and that whole thing That would be
1: obvious (laughs) with what's what's going on. It sucks when you're not involved in politics But they get involved with you. This sucks, man. Yeah, I I, I feel you. So how do you guys practice? We don't. <laughs> Dang, dude. We do
2: kind of the whole production check before the tour, that's it. One rehearsal. We go through the set one time, that's it. Sometimes we do rehearse only me and rock cuz we just listen to our uh, the tracks we have in our in ears, but mostly it's just everyone by themselves. We play to a click, so yeah. if you know how to play the set, you know how to play with the band. Usually the first rehearsal is the first show. Yeah. <laughs>
1: So are you like, uh, for for you, Howie? Are you like at home? Okay, I'm just gonna jam, like like the set list. I mean, you're you're just playing it, getting like the muscle memory ready, and then so by the time you guys get in like the same room together and play it in person, uh, with with the three of you, is it is it kind of is it easy? Is it I, I I never heard of that.
3: It's like practicing at home. Literally, I hear the same thing in my ears as. If I was practicing at home. So, are you serious? Yeah, the, whole, the the most difficult part of the whole process is actually putting this, the setlets together mm-hmm. and putting all the stems together. But other than that, dude, it's just, you just play. You just play
1: to the click. <laughs> Whoa. Because, I mean, your music is very intricate. There's a lot going on. As far as, like, riffing or, like, the drums and the vocals, bo- you guys are all doing something pretty, It's it's very intricate, you know? so the, just, I, I just me thinking like for us like we play a couple notes and that's like okay we, we need to practice for 2 weeks and, <laughs> and you hear, hear like they hear how your music sounds and you just naturally already have it down
3: yeah, it's fascinating ag-
1: again just i mean
3: with 3 people it's much easier cuz that's true too I, I take care of the guitars and the other guitar um cuz so we're hard panned left and right i'm on the left mm. i just have to make sure i'm playing you know the the left tracks that are actually on the album yeah. and not the right so that, for example, harmonies or specific parts where only left or only right are playing, like I have to nail those down, but that's pretty much it. Anything else, like for example vocal harmonies um, so I'll sing um, during the live show, I'll sing the main melody and he'll scream it mm-hmm. and there, in this case there are no harmonies, but for example if there was a case that Maybe rock is singing the main melody and I'd have to hit a a harmony. Maybe that's something we have to practice. But other than that, it's just that everything else
1: just goes. You guys are next level. Okay. then that leads me to my next question. Um, I will start with, we're already on Howie, uh, how, how much do you practice? (laughs) <laughs> it just sounds like you just sit there all fucking day and it's fucking rip.
3: No, uh, that's that's not true at all. Really? I'll, I'll practice before a tour and I'll practice the songs that we need to play on tour. And that's pretty much oh it. Boy. And I'll try to nail those down as much as possible. Um, it's actually been a while since I actually sat down and practiced other people's music. Because, I mean, that's how I learned the guitar. Mm-hmm. I just play other people's songs and try to do it as best as I can, as close mm-hmm. to the... Actual uh, real song um, as yeah. possible, um, so not not a lot. I, but I do play the guitar a lot because I write a lot, so I'm touching it all the time. Yeah. I'm touching the guitar all the time. Okay, so
1: okay. Then that that leads me to make my question more precise. So, but but you are playing it pretty often. Yes. Okay. Because yeah, I mean, writing music is a form of practice without really even kind of thinking about it. You're like, well, you're just playing for a while. Yeah You know, you're writing riffs Or you're uh, playing a song Oh, I guess I'll play this Slip my song You know, you know Or yeah. you like You'll Yeah that, that That is a form of practicing
3: Yeah, and you know? I mean the, the only limitations That you put on yourself Is your technical Abilities So if you mm-hmm. want something To sound um, Really technical And it really fits the part You're gonna push yourself To make that happen sure. So you can either You can either Half track it And then like Learn it and pick it up And then mm-hmm. track it for real yeah um or you just push yourself you know start with a slow BPM and then just move yourself up that's not that hard of a process so mm-hmm. I it, if the part really calls for it I will I will send it I will go for it
1: yeah well we're we're very similar in that in that way you know it's like okay I, I want to do that but you got to kind of push yourself
3: yeah you know exactly
1: yeah, I'll find me personally I'll find like songs are like a little bit more difficult you know I'll learn like Master a puppet or something. I like really lock in, like, like the right hand. Yeah. You know, I was like, oh, shit, okay. I want to do that. And then So crazy how, like, your writing gets better without even trying. Because you're just naturally, oh, you're playing, but, but the writing gets better. It's crazy, huh? Yeah. Well, you guys are maniacs, so there's, there's that. And you sound like you practice a lot. I don't. Oh, what? <laughs> See, this is what pisses me off. I, I, I try so to, hard. I used so. to, um, but now I just
2: practice before we go on tour. The the hardest time I have is like if we add a new song to the set list. Mm-hmm. I have to learn everything from scratch from scratch. Mm-hmm. So that usually takes the longest. But I can't remember the last time I sat down and I wanted to learn a new technique or something like that. I do mm-hmm. there is one technique I want to learn but I just can't find the time.
1: Yeah, because there's there's a whole other dynamic, which it seems for me being an outsider. Looking into your band, it seems like you have like the the vibe, unlock and because uh, because your your visuals, your artwork, the logo, the videos have a vibe to them, and it's very unique and it looks very well uh, thought out. Like like was that you have your own vibe, and it, it look it looks like I could see the hard work is that was that planned Like you guys believe really yeah, like, yeah yeah because up until Death Wish, basically
0: the, the theme was pretty much the same as any other Deathcore mm-hmm. slam metal mm-hmm. band and we kinda of wanted to like set ourselves apart from the other mm-hmm. bands so the thus the artwork and the, the whole like idea and image and the way the, the records sound are
1: uh, were made in that way yeah Yeah you had the the artwork and visuals and videos started to match like the intensity of the music that you know you got with with Howie you know joining. Yeah, yeah, we just wanted it it all just like like you guys just like maximize it that that's a that's Mm -hmm. an exciting time, you know, it's cool.
2: Yeah, so now I think the band actually has an image. Yeah, but before with Void and Deathwish we did still stand out but that was only because of the memes.
0: Oh, yeah.
2: Like music was heavy, and there's a lot of other bands that do heavy music. Yeah. There's a shitload of bands that have fucking monsters on the cover. Like, we didn't stand out from that uh, point, but our memes definitely did make the band stand out. Like, I mean, we came up with the term slam police, fake slam, shit like that. Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Just to piss off people. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like, there's a lot of elitists in slam and that score. Like,
1: why is that? I don't like that shit, dude. I,
2: I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I do like to have those people around, because they will spread the word about, about, uh, about your band. Yes, true. So we just capitalize on haters. We've been doing that since 2016.
1: That's smart. You know, because, I mean, it all comes why, down... Why I
2: pay for PR if...
1: <laughs> an angry kid's
2: gonna say shit about you online like that's the best thing that Free can happen emotion
1: yeah yeah well you want people to hate you because if they don't, if they don't hate you they, they won't love you you know and then love comes from them yeah people come out to like the shows like the, the, if you're thinking about it like you're a band coming from a different country and, like you have people driving from their house stopping their day to see so you mm-hmm. guys that that comes from like emotion you know you gotta invoke something from from people you know not no no many bands do that. You got, you guys had a lot. Yeah,
2: I think too many bands play it safe.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah, that's like uh, and like not to name names, but yeah, you you know. You know, like like you see it, like the artwork or you hear the sound like you know it's don't it's just not that like unexplainable thing, you know, mm-hmm. it's like some something's missing, you know.
2: That's why when we did Yokai, we weren't worried at all. <clears throat> like we knew we we're gonna lose some OG fans, but like, I mean, if don't like they don't like it,
0: fuck yeah. it. I mean, I- w- what's the point of being an artist if you you're not able to do whatever you want to do? You know, you, you mm-hmm. just you know, lock yourself in this, you know, we'll do this and we'll do that, but we won't explore anything else just because we know a certain amount of people are going to like this and we're afraid of, I don't know, disappointing them. It's just like, that's not what art is about. It's not about pleasing people. It's just doing something you like and if people like it, that's awesome. But if not, you know, that's okay as well. Yeah, I think
3: I think when you really start to change yourself, for the sake of other people, yeah. With mm. that fear of disappointing those other people, that's when you really do lose yourself
1: as an artist. Mm. Mm. Yes, uh, and y- I think
3: you can hear when bands do that. Oh
2: yeah, oh yeah,
1: yeah. And uh, yeah, you want the uh, you want the long longevity. Mm. You know, there's something about you when know, you do what you want yeah, to do.
2: That's why each record we do, it's a bit more mainstream because, like, that's that's how the band grows. Like, you have mm. to. New ears have to hear your songs, like, otherwise you're not growing. We could be doing, like, Death Wish Part 2, Part 3 every two years, but we wouldn't grow. Sure. Like, there's a pool of people that listen to Deathcore and, like, there's a pool of people that listen to Metalcore, which is far bigger than Deathcore there's a pool of people that listen to butt rock, which is far bigger than metal core. So, I mean, that might happen. happen.
0: Personally, us as people, we don't listen to that kind of music anymore, or not to the extent we used to. We listen to Mm -hmm. other stuff that inspires us, and we want to also pursue that in Mm -hmm. our music. So if we wouldn't be doing that, then what's the point of even, like, I'm making music just for the sake of making it you know not making something that you really want or really are passionate about
1: yeah yeah that that was uh that, that was my my next question like what was like the reaction when that record dropped did you notice like a little backlash did you notice like a big jump in or both which you one
2: uh, yokai or yes. lotus yeah um the numbers from yokai were at the same level as death wish within half
0: of the year okay so that's two years
2: death wish was out for two years Mm. two and a half years yokai for half half a year and the numbers were the same so the Hmm. growth like when we released death wish i think we were at 40k monthly listeners and we peaked at 180k with yokai wow so like that's three times the growth dude
1: that's that's a lot, bro.
2: People were saying shit like, "Oh, this band's not gonna go anywhere doing music like this." Of course, like deathcore kids were pissed off. I mean, it worked for us, and it, it's the same with Lotus. Like, numbers just uh, kept getting better. Um, so, and the funny thing now is, the same people that were talking shit about us uh, after releasing uh, like deathcore kids. Listening to Deathwish, were pissed off about Yokai. The same people are now pissed about Lotus because it doesn't sound the same as Yokai. And mm. now they're saying Yokai is so fucking brutal. Yeah. Fuck, make up your mind.
1: It never ends. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. You know, if, if, if people keep listening to you, to you guys, you know, that's all. I don't really know what it is, but you guys did something right. You know, it, it, it's a weird thing. Like, to me, it sounds heavier. There's something you guys nailed, nailed something. It sounds like uh, being authentic. I think you know
2: the thing we're trying to do now is like we don't have that many heavy parts in the songs anymore. But the ones we have, we want to make stand out. Yes. So even though there's a lot of, a lot less heavy parts now, those do go way harder. Yes,
0: the music is more dynamic. It's not just, you know, 100% time. We give the music space to breathe and then when it's heavy, it hits Mm -hmm. really hard. When there are solos, it's, you know, when you hear the solo, oh, that's that song, it has melodies, it has choruses, so each song is, I think, its own song. So when someone hears it, oh, I know which song that is as compared to Death Wish where it's just brutality from zero to from, from A to Z all the mm-hmm. time and it's just it's I mean it serves its purpose but it's just like uh, like not diverse you know it's yes. just like a whole thing Uh yeah when with Lotus and Yokai we, we feel like each song has its shines in its own way so it's uh, unique in its own way.
3: Yeah, I feel like yeah. if everything's at a hundred percent all the time, it's not going to feel heavy. Mm-hmm. It's just gonna feel super oversaturated. Yeah,
1: yeah. I do love the, the like the new and fresh dynamics that that you bring to the table. It's out of nowhere. It'll be like this, you know, a beat out of nowhere, and then boom, a slam. Like you know, it's just something like about like a reset in your ears. It's, it's it just feels good. Yeah, you know. Yeah.
3: And I think it still retains its heaviness because we're still using, you know really heavy guitar tones, the drums, the bass, everything, like, mix-wise, it still sounds heavy. I don't think you necessarily have to be playing a super heavy genre to sound heavy. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of it also comes down to the way it's mixed.
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. Yeah, Yeah, mixing is a big one. I'm also learning recently that, uh, fuck, uh, mastering's a a big one. Yeah. Yeah, like, the sound of our record will dramatically change when you get a master back. I'm like, what, what, what happened? Yeah. Holy, oh, yeah. all all those things need to align. You know. Mm. And you guys do everything your, yourselves, everything looks pro. Colors are sick. It's I mean, it's it's kind of the future, I mean, doing doing shit yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah, I mean, that's
2: how you make the most money.
1: <laughs> there is that too. But yeah, all of uh, the
0: grind work falls on you. If you choose that way yeah, yeah. and yeah. I feel like yeah.
3: we're really lucky because I feel like Rok and Luca has obtained like throughout the years lots of knowledge about how how the industry works yes. how to run a band they have all the connections so it's like if we're able to do it ourselves we have people that are able to do it so why you know outsource it if you can do it yourself and you can do it mm-hmm. right so I feel like I feel pretty lucky because I joined a band with people that are you know really competent in that so mm-hmm. yeah pretty that's a good situation
1: that's great yeah, i think you know bands like you guys are ahead of the curve even like way you know ahead of us like you know just i just recently you know started looking at budgets and you're just when you're ignorant for a while dude you don't really know the business you know uh, and, and and in a weird way something i was wrong about it, it affected the music you know when things don't line up with the business the music Got like kind of weird. It was so it was so strange, but knowing how like knowing like the really deep in, in, internal dynamics of of your own band, you know, it's su- it's su- super crucial. You know, it's it's just nice to know. You know, you know, you know knowing your where the band's going, where you guys want to go, or your or your business side, mm. you know, I shit there's people in art, you know, uh, I guess. People that, you know, did suffer the ban. Uh, I, I didn't know what they were getting paid. It's like recently, mm-hmm. you know, you got, you, got to, yeah. you, got, you got to pay attention to it. Oh, now now I know where the money is going, you know. Yeah,
2: that's the first thing we think about. Yeah, mm-hmm. always mm-hmm. money.
1: Yeah, because if you and don't, I mean, shit's going in the trash. It, it, yeah. Essentially, sometimes it's like, oh, where, 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 where all does shit go? You know, but yeah, you guys, are, I think you're ahead of the curve. You guys should be very, very proud. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks man. Yeah came from a clear across the fucking planet. You're in California right now. You're in Southern California. Yeah. Holy, Holy moly. It.
3: We do love it here, though.
2: We also just announced an Australian tour. We're doing right after this one.
1: Really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, Asia uh, afterwards. Are the... Uh, yeah, I know something about Asia. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's a... Uh, uh, do you have the uh, dates up or no? Uh,
2: this should be one of the last posts.
1: Yeah, we, we, we got... Uh, oh, no. Uh,
2: it's on our Facebook yeah.
1: On oh, Facebook, dude. Are people still on Facebook? Or kind
2: of? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. We we do promote on both ends. Yeah. IGN, Facebook. I think we should have used... Should you start using Twitter a bit more? Because it's quite present in the States, right? And in Japan, surprisingly so.
1: It's weird how different places in, in the world have different... Uh yeah, Europe There's is still
2: fixated on Facebook.
1: Wow, that's so fucking nuts, dude. Mm. It's, I mean, dude, like, I mean, you guys helped me out a lot. You know, seeing how um, other bands work uh, uh, around around the world. Oh, wow, look at this: Lotus Australian Tour 2023 in March.
2: Four days after this one ends, I think
1: it starts the second. You go to Brisbane newcastle sydney melbourne adelaide and end in perth march 8th that's gonna be sick yeah you're busy yeah oh,
2: but sick. last time we were in australia it was our first time and we had no idea what to expect uh, and of course. like we were okay it's gonna be it was in uh in summer right yes yeah, yeah. so we were like Fuck, it's Australia. It's going to be fucking I mean, hot.
0: Yeah, summer for us.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's like reverse. We reversed. come there. Yes. It's fucking cold. Yeah. Like, we all got sick on the first day. Oh, no. Yeah. That sucks. So, I hope it's going to be better now because it's going to be yeah. autumn there. Oh, right. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah are yeah, right. Yeah. Well, that's that looks a lot. It looks... uh My body's hurting looking at, at those dates, but also it looks like a lot, a lot of fun. Yeah. I was curious what what you guys think about um you're not a newer band but it's it's kind of funny how long it takes you sometimes to get like the exposure it took you guys 10 years if, if you really uh, think about it I would say it.
2: six years yeah because we started popping up after Void yeah mm, okay um but yeah definitely Death Wish was the crucial point
0: yeah I mean you could say it's 10 years because if we would have been a us band we would probably have better like a yeah, better starting point definitely. so just the starting point for us as slovenians is i feel like it's way harder to break through the scene than it is if we if you if if you compare us, ourselves to a us band for yeah, example there's like
2: us bands that like blow up after a year
0: yeah, and mm-hmm. if you go from California to New York, not much changes. For, for us, if you go to Slo- from Slovenia to, I don't know, uh, what's a good example, to Spain or Portugal, like... You yeah, know, you
2: go through, like, yeah, five countries, something like that. Yeah. But <clears throat> I think that's not a Slovenian-specific thing, it's maybe more noticeable, because, like, it's a fucking tiny country, but mm-hmm. I think all the bands in Europe have the same issue, because mm. if you look at like the biggest bands, most of them are from fucking states or Australia yeah. or the UK. Yeah, mm. it. I don't know. I feel like European bands are at a disadvantage right at the start mm-hmm. compared to bands from the states. For example, it's a lot harder to grow because yes. like. They're... Name one band from Austria, for example, or Italy. Oh,
1: no. Boom. And they're not tiny countries. like. Hey, Jay, type in uh, heavy bands from Italy. I just, flesh, <laughs> just flesh God. Probably Flesh okay, God, God. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah Flash like God Apocalypse. Austria, probably Belphegor. Are they Austrian? Or, yeah. Isn't Lacuna Coil from there?
2: Yeah, they might be, yeah.
1: Heavy bands Yeah. From- yeah, that, that aren't... Okay. Rhapsody. Yeah, Flesh God, you're right. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, the, that there's like, not, not, not much not
2: happening in, in Europe. You have mm. a lot of OG bands that are fucking huge, like, I don't know
0: which bands. Cranium, if that's considered... No,
2: no, no, no like huge, huge bands. Oh, like huge,
1: huge. Like, like Rammstein. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Obvious one.
2: But there's not a lot of Bands on our our level, for example, in yeah. Europe,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like still growing and kind of known.
1: Yeah. It, yeah. Just. Yeah. You. You really do have a, like a disadvantage right out of the gate. So you kind of you, you guys have to be just really sick. Yeah, because you have to be really good. You could be a US band and just tour
0: United States and be successful. For us, just mm-hmm. touring Europe, like staying with within our own continent it's it's not I mean it's I guess it could be possible but not to the same level if we were in the United
1: States for example but I mean you guys, you guys hit it it's nuts yeah top uh, yeah these are obviously USA scorpions scorpions is Germany oh well scorpions is from Germany I didn't know that behemoth Poland you're right, it's only a small handful of bands. Mm-hmm. I never realized that. Bodem is from Finland, obviously. That wow. Opeth of Sweden. King oh, Diamond, I I Denmark. didn't know
3: that. King Diamond. King Diamond's from that. Denmark. Yeah.
1: Oh my goodness. Yeah, Austria. Okay, yeah, there we go. Yeah. Uh, Gore. I didn't know that. Mm. Gore is from Austria. Yep. They're fucking <laughs> insane. Gorgus is Canada. Norway, Emperor. Gojira, France. Oh, Gojira. It's all yeah, it's man. only like each country kinda has one <laughs> one or kinda fucking yeah. two. Jeez, man. That guy the vocalist
3: is actually a politician. Is he? In my country, yeah.
1: How do you say their band name again? I'm sorry. Uh, tonic. So the C-H, I think, is just silent. Oh, wow. Tonic. From uh, Taiwan. Yeah. I uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, they... Yeah, yeah they were they were playing Auspets here, like, 2007. Okay. That was probably a big deal. But he went straight into politics.
3: I mean, the band is still active, but yeah. not not as much, because I think everyone has their own thing going on.
1: Mm-hmm. Warm Spain. We were just t- <laughs> we were just <laughs> talking about warm. They're fucking brutal. Celtic Frost, Switzerland. Let's see, Russia. Russia, you yeah, have slaughtered. Superbill. Yeah. Belgium aborted. Oh yeah. I-, I did not know that. I thought I thought they were from Germany. Belgium has my favorite beer. <laughs> Belgium triples. Ooh. Oh, have you, have you had a Belgium triple? So okay, yeah, we, we don't drink. We're <laughs> you, guys, you guys don't drink. Wow. So we have we're no idea.
3: Touch. I I haven't had a Belgium triple. <laughs> how we do you do? You drink? I do. Yeah. Okay. How? But how often? Not that often when I'm on tour.
1: Okay. Um, but
3: actually, not that often when I'm off tour either. So smart. Just kind of like every now and then if I feel like it, but I don't feel like it most of the time.
1: You're in like you guys are in the perfect band together. You guys yes. don't have to worry about about the drunk bass player. You guys don't need to worry about that. Yeah, oh, that's so that's so sick, dude. Just cause, like <laughs> the the
3: physical consequence of drinking oh, is yeah. just way too much, to it, It's tough, dude. I, I don't want to deal with that. So yeah,
0: and since we're doing a lot of stuff like physically, still ourselves, we don't have a crew. That's I mean, we have a small crew, but not like a huge crew that would take mm-hmm. care of everything for us. Yeah, it just can't afford to not help or just be wasted while you're doing that yeah yeah when we were
2: talking about budgeting and expenses we try to minimize that so like we don't have a driver and i drive
1: yes yeah yeah it's
2: it's rough but like it's better to have more money
1: (laughs)
0: yeah it's it's important yeah plus it's really it's a huge uh Liability to put your life into, ha- into hands of yes. someone that you don't know, you know, just you rent a person to drive your car, like you don't, or to drive your van, you don't know this person, you don't know mm. like his driving skills, you don't know anything about so him and then just pay someone to drive for you. It's like with Luca, we know he's a responsible driver, you know, yeah. if he feels tired, he'll stop, we will sleep, whatever, you know, we, we don't have to have that you know at the back of our head you know thinking oh shit are we gonna be yeah. alive tomorrow like what's what's yeah, gonna happen we, we
2: have flashbacks because we <laughs> did almost die once in yeah. the states with a different driver
0: really
1: yeah let's so, not, uh yeah, like, yeah. Let's we were it. <laughs> we, uh
2: we were driving in a chevy express uh we were all you weren't no you weren't on that tour no, no. um we were sleeping on the benches and like i just wake up midair. No, wake up me there. Bam. Slam down on the bench. I wake up, like, what the fuck is happening? Another bump. Yeah, the driver fell asleep
1: on we, the highway. So we were actually
2: really lucky because we were on the highway, and most of the highways in the states, they don't have any barriers in between yes. both um, lanes. Yeah. Um, and that section actually had a barrier, and we went into the barrier. Uh with the front wheel I still have no idea how the fuck we didn't flip. If we would flip like we weren't wearing in any seat belts because we were sleeping we we'd fucking die. Um and yeah, we stop uh go check the van and the I think only the left front tire was flat and the bumper was a bit dented. That was it. Yeah. I still have no fucking idea how the damage was so minimal. Yeah after that we told the driver you're not fucking driving anymore i took over the driving but like he knew he made a mistake and he's still a cool guy so we kept him on tour he did other stuff but Mm. yeah no more driving after that so we yeah we kind of have flashbacks and trust issues so it's yeah if we don't get a professional driver i'm not fucking risking with people
0: yeah, or that we know in advance that he's, like, reliable and, yeah, we have past experiences with him. But, yeah, just getting a, someone fresh, it's, like, always... Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, it's it's the same with other crew, like, merch guys, yeah. shit like that. We also had bad experience with that. Yeah, I gosh. feel like it's a huge gamble in the States because a lot of people want to do it and they have no fucking experience. That, um, kinda, I just want to go on tour. Who's gonna... Uh, let me go on tour with them.
0: And it's also fair to say we have really strict rules oh, because yeah. we're here on a visa, and if we, you know, cops pull us over because of something a crew member that's a hired gun did, then we might get that on a record, which might did de- and not a ab- what's the word. Uh, basically, we we, my, we might not get our visas approved the next time we appeal for them.
2: We're just playing it safe with everything, so, like, yeah. I, whenever we are looking for crew in the States, I always tell them, like, there's no drugs, nothing yeah. at any point in the van. Like, we're not taking any risks, yeah. no open bottles. I mean, we, yeah. like, there's a ban on al- alcohol in the van anyway, so... But uh, we're really strict.
1: You have to be. It's your it's your safety in your life. and an experience like that will definitely traumatize you. Mm-hmm. You know, for for the rest of your career. But holy moly, I'm glad you guys are still alive. You know, I, uh, your your focus is now obvious to me. When you know you guys are pretty much straight edge, it makes it makes a lot of sense. If if it works for you, fuck yeah, man. You know. Yeah. Well, I uh, know you guys could get back. It's time to for uh, for loading. Um, Thank you guys for being here. You guys yeah, ha- thank you so much yeah. for having us. Yeah. Thanks, Thanks for, for having, having you. us. Yeah. I'm honored, I'm I'm honored to have you guys. I'm mean, damn, they're fucking do- a band from across the fucking planet, dude. You know, and you guys should be very proud of what you you've accomplished. You guys have come a long way, more more than I can ever imagine. Uh, maybe for people watching, listening, you, you guys have probably been through a lot, and it's it's very it's very sick to see you guys here. So. Uh, yeah, but this comes out. So this coming out Monday. Okay. So when people watching, so you get they yeah. the, the tour is gonna be happening. So you are watching, listening right now. They're on tour literally in in the states. Check them out. Um, going to Vancouver. Hell yeah, that's gonna be a, a home show for uh, Carcosa. Sick. Mm. Uh, yeah. Where can people find you guys? As, far as, as far as like social media.
0: Like, um, where? I think all our pretty much everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. We're, or I guess our main one is IG and Facebook, but we're also on TikTok,
1: uh, Twitter. That's yeah, I think that's it. Maybe a few meme uh, memes here and there. Yeah. Okay, cool.
2: <laughs> Definitely.
1: <laughs> well, again, thank you guys for being here, and uh, yeah, I'll see you guys at the show tonight. All right, everyone, uh, see yeah, later.